Hello, welcome to another episode of the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. I am Kelly LaFleur, your host. I own Lacework Films, a wedding film studio here in Omaha, Nebraska. And I am so excited that you guys are here for today's episode. It is a good one. Today, I interviewed Josh and Aubrey Leaker of The Leaker's Photography out of Lincoln, Nebraska. Anyway, I'm really excited that they let me interview them. We met earlier this year while working a wedding together in August for one of our awesome couples. And in my opinion, I fell in love with them right away. They are a fantastic duo. Their vibrancy and like zeal for life and how they want to live their life is awesome. They definitely have the whole family mentality, it seems, on lockdown, and they shared that they are celebrating 10 years of their business this year. So I am so excited for you to listen to this interview, and without further ado, meet Josh and Aubrey Leaker. All right, so we're here today with Josh and Aubrey Leaker of the Leakers Photography out of Lincoln, Nebraska, and thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. <laughs> we're happy to be here. <laughs> Awesome. So for the listeners and for me, tell us a little bit about you guys and your photography and, you know, what you do, who you are. Well, we are a husband and wife team, um, like you said, based out of Lincoln. We specialize in weddings um, and engagements. And we're going on our 10th year. So that's super exciting for us. That is awesome. Thank you. Do you have any big plans? No, I've been thinking, I feel like I need to like ask on Instagram, how do you celebrate a business anniversary? I don't know. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. I know. I'm like, do you, do you host a party? Do you just like do something on social media? I don't know. All the, I don't know. All the things are none of the things. Right? Get a cake, get yeah. a goldenrod cake and call it a day. Oh, never a bad idea. <laughs> I'm in. I'm there. <laughs> awesome. So do you guys photograph other things other than weddings and engagements or? We, so for our business, no, we don't. We have okay. two small children and we photograph them a lot. They, Fantastic. They, they get a lot of, you know, one-on-one modeling time, but um, other than that, we really focus on weddings and engagements. Awesome. I love it. So over the last 10 years, like, how did you get started in weddings? What was the first wedding like? So you want to start? I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) What was the first wedding? The first wedding that was was in Ponca, Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. So we we moved back. We, um, a year after college, we moved to Seoul, Korea. And we started, we were teaching English over there and we were just kind of like day-to-day daily tourists. We took our cameras all around um, and that's when we kind of really started getting into photography and um, we started collecting gear and we joined a photography club, which is a thing over there, which is great. And all of our friends were really into photography. And um, so that's kind of how we started. We started working with a magazine over there, doing um, covering some of their events, which they were very fun and random, you know, Soul Fashion Week and DJ World DJ Fest and like art gallery openings and I don't know, all sorts of crazy stuff. So that's how we kind of started. And then I guess the wheels kind of started turning of, okay, we want to turn this into a business and probably take this home. So that's, that's kind of how we started. We moved back in 2009, October. So 10 years ago almost. And then we start, we did our first wedding in January. 
Okay. So we just dove right in. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So you got started in events. Yes. So you were used to kind of that like hustle and bustle of event photography yeah, in the it, first place. Yeah, it was I think it was a really good um starting point for us in that, you know, there was no time to be shy. It was just kind of, you know, we had a like pretty much a press pass and it was like, here you go, go get in some faces and go get in the scene. Um, you know, if you if you want to stand back with several hundred people, you you're not gonna get the shot. So you have to go just go in there and get it. Yeah, I think we had a lot of our friends were just like, we're going to go do this. And they had like, they were just, they were a little aggressive about it, like getting the shot that they wanted. And they were, you know, we, we would push each other. It was a little bit competitive about what's the shot, you know? And so there was probably, you know, between, I don't know, four and six of us, I guess that would sort of compete for the best shot. And afterwards we kind of compare pictures and and then, you know, we would discuss who the winner was. Yeah, you know? well, we so, would see who it got got in the magazine. Yeah, yeah the, the, the winner got into <laughs> right? the magazine. So yeah. that, was, that was cool. Yeah, and there were some contests, like, mm -hmm. with the newspaper and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was a good good starting point in that, you know, Seoul's a beautiful space with a lot going on. So we just went all around the city and traveled some in Asia. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good starting point, I think. Yeah, so how many years were you there? We were there for almost three years. Okay. Wow. And so going back before all of that, like, how did the two of you meet? So good question. We were um, summer camp counselors. <laughs> we both worked at a summer camp in Manhattan, Kansas. And a lot of our, both of our really close friends worked there too. And a lot of them ended up getting married as well. So it's, a, it's a fun place of good memories at summer camp. Yeah. What kind of camp was it? Like it was a church camp. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So had both were both of you from like the same town, similar backgrounds? I think similar backgrounds. I'm from Lincoln. Okay. I was born in Lincoln and Aubrey's from Kansas City. Okay. Cool. Cool. So how did it like what did what did your love story look like from there, from camp? Go ahead, Josh. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> See how much you remember. What, what is it? What is that? Whoa. Uh, I think maybe you're better at it. I don't know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, so I, I was, well, I came. I to, worked there a year before you, right? Yes. And I came out to visit my friends. We were all high school students. You Were you still in high school? No, I was in college. College, man. Oh, so came out and saw one of my friends was like, whoa. Someone pretty cute out here. Anyway, so we were checking out the, the camp staff. And then the next year, I I knew I had wanted to work there, so signed myself up. But we didn't start dating that year. We, no. We, we dated the year afterwards, I think. Yeah. One of our good friends informed him, I think Aubrey has a crush on you. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. Good Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. So then after that, did you guys go to the same college or what was, what was that? Part? Yeah, we went to Union College in Lincoln. Um, it's a Seventh-day Adventist college and we dated for five years and then we graduated and got married that summer and we moved to Colorado and we lived in Colorado for a year. For a year. Aubrey was a uh, school teacher there. She taught elementary school and I 
worked at the ski resort <laughs> as a lift operator. Yeah, it, it really was the best job of my life. So you got the golden shovel. I award. did get the golden oh, shovel. Yeah. Award. yeah. So that was awesome. And, yes. Uh, so <laughs> Which I, I, resort were you at? In Telluride. Okay. Yeah. So the Western Slope. And um, so I did that in the winter, and then I worked at the golf course in the summer. And we were only there a year, unfortunately, and then we moved to Korea. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think working at a ski resort is like my husband's absolute dream job. And he like, should do it. We have stock in Vail Resorts. Oh, we sweet. Lo- he loves to ski. So, yeah, it's just, you know, cost of living with a family. Of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's like our yeah. only impediment right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we were lucky to find an apartment in, in Montrose. Yeah. 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 Yes. A small one. Yeah. And if I remember correctly from us talking before, this was a one-room schoolhouse that Correct. you taught at, right? Yes. So I taught grades one to eight, and I had students in every grade. And yeah, I was the principal as well. And oh, and the secretary and the music teacher and the PE teacher and everything. So <laughs> it was a Probably wild. Probably didn't have to be the lunch lady. Um, I think they had to bring their own lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much the lunch, so, yes, lady. The lunch yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Breakup fights every yeah, five minutes. Yeah. It was a good year, but it was a beautiful backdrop. Driving to school every day, seeing the mountains. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't beat it. Man. Yeah. Cool. So then what, what was the prompt? Like what got in the back of your heads to be like, we should come back to Nebraska? So I think when we were in Seoul, we were, you know, we were teaching English. And I think a lot of people that go to Seoul to teach English, it's kind of a turning point in your life. You're kind of looking for, you know, this is, this is a fun adventure, um, but it's not necessarily like a lifetime move um, for teaching English, even though we enjoyed it. Um, So we were looking for what what can we do next? What can we, um, take home? Um, and so I think with the photography just growing on us out there, we, and then of course I'm a sucker for weddings. I'll always have been a sucker for weddings. So, um, so I got roped into it. So, <laughs> so Josh got conned into it and he likes it now. <laughs> it's taking me a, a while though. Yes. To come yes. to that point where I'm like, I like this job. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of the dynamic of the business, at least when it started. Maybe not yes. necessarily now, yes. but when, when it started. started, Aubrey was the one driving. Yes. yes. I Absolutely. had to, you know, show him a few websites. You know, wedding photography is not all cheese. And right. there, you know, it can be done in a really, really fantastic way. Yeah. So kind of your, I'm sure your style has evolved over the last 10 years. So how would you guys describe what your style was and what your style currently is? I think we've always had sort of a journalistic approach to it. Um, So I think that's probably where we sort of started from after covering all these events. You know, you're you're just sort of a fly on the wall, basically. Um, Even though you're elbowing each other to get out of the way for the right shot (laughs) right and then but once we turned to weddings you know i i really got into i think our business i would describe it now as more classic portraiture um and then we get moments and sort of the journalistic kind of combined with that but i really like the classic portraiture part of photos and um that's where we're at now i think so for both of you, I'll ask you individually, like, what are your favorite parts about the wedding day? Or like, what's something that you just like love to capture every time? I like, I like the portraiture. I like, um, you know, 
either finding light or creating my own light to capture something cool. And um, I like the groom's portraits, of course. And who doesn't like the bride? Who doesn't like the bride? <laughs> always I mean, stunning. Always, Easy to shoot, always, right? Yes, yes. I mean, she's ready. <laughs> I, I like that the day is um, everybody's happy and it's a fun day. Like it, it's not a drag to go to work, you know. Right. And it's everybody's in a great mood you know it's a stressful day but everybody's you know it's great you know yeah. it's, it's a wedding it's so we have a lot of fun with that yeah I I mean I love it all I do I love the details um but I also I just really love those little moments we try and capture the little moments that happen but maybe you know, the bride's not necessarily expecting to get captured, you know, the little look her dad gives her or somebody squeezes a hand or something like that. You know, we try and bottle up the day with our photography. And so when we can squeeze in those little moments too, um, that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So kind of going off of like your style, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Cause I feel like currently in the photography community, maybe specifically in Nebraska. Um, I feel like a lot of people are talking about like, what's next? Like what's the next thing going to be? And a lot of photographers are getting back to just like letting the day be and letting their couples be who they are instead of posing things or making those moments happen. So, I mean, obviously for you guys, 10 years, it's a long time for your style to still be relevant and people still loving it and everything like that. Um, so do you think that, like, what would you tell photographers who are kind of maybe looking inside and being like, where, like, what's next? Or what do you see, mm -hmm. like, kind of shifting in the community? I feel like each photographer probably has their own rhythm. And, you know, for that kind of like whimsy type day to just kind of like schedule goes out the door and stuff like that that's not really how we work best. And so I guess we just continue to focus on what works well for us and what we see working well with our clients. And so, I mean, if that's a trend or whatnot, I guess you have to do what, you know, you can help your business thrive in doing. So for us, we do kind of a mix of both the, po the posed portraiture and then the little moments. Um, but I mean, a schedule is super important to me on a wedding day. So, um, especially when you're, you know, if you work by the hour or if you're working, yeah, I mean, that's important to have good portraits to, yeah. in, in, yeah. in our case, I feel like that's super important yeah. for us that you, you can't have a wedding day without a good portrait yes. in my opinion. And, you know, we're on a wedding day. It's not just the bride and groom and it's, you're, you're managing, a lot of people and in a lot of times hundreds of people. And so, you know, we think it's really important, you know, when you have guests who've traveled the world to come celebrate with you, you know, it's, it's our job to stay on top of that and not be, you know, frolicking a field while they're waiting for dinner. So what works best for us is timeline, timeline, timeline. timeline. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree. I think it's a good, I think it's, a timeline is a necessary structure that then allows that space for little moments to happen. Mm -hmm. Cool. So tell us one thing that I always like to ask everyone would be three things that your couples wouldn't know about you. Okay, Josh, what's your obsession? Oh, well, I, I love to play golf. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a huge obsession of mine. 
um, and it keeps getting worse every yeah, year. It's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> how how did that get started? Um, how did that get started? I mean, I I liked playing. I played in high school a little bit. I wasn't really on the team or anything, but that's kind of when I start first started like to kind of catch the the bug. The bug. <laughs> and then um, after we moved back from Korea, I have a good friend and uh, he he likes to play, and so him and I would go play and just over time, like I just start playing more and more and more. And, you know, my dad plays, so I play with him and, you know, I find all these old guys on the courses that I go play with yeah. and it's just crazy, you know, like, yeah. Honestly, it's helpful. You know, we work together and we work at home so much. So go golf. <laughs> yes. Having that time, separate activities, separate hobbies. Yeah, yeah definitely. Cool. I love it. And I'll go with one here. So our first year of marriage, like we said, we lived in Korea, or not in Korea, in Colorado, and we joined a bowling league. And it was a super small town. Um, you know, people come from pretty far away to do this bowling league. And I think they were like regulars. They've been probably doing this for years. And they were super cute. A lot of them were older people. And they were so good. Like... I mean, like 13 strikes in a row. Oh, my gosh. So good. And we were so bad. And so I remember, um, I mean, like, I, I'm just, like, really bad. And I remember one time I got a strike. And it, it was great. It was so great. And they, they all just stood up and clapped. <laughs> this whole bowling alley so stands up. Oh, and they're oh clapping for Aubrey. She yeah, I did it. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's like the kind of people you want behind you though. Exactly. Celebrating every right? little win. I mean, they were so cute. They had on like matching red sweaters and like bowling ball earrings. I mean, it was it was cute. It was probably I mean, there's probably a movie. There needs to be a movie about yeah, them. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, number three, I was gonna say camp counselors, but we kinda went over. We covered that. that. We uncovered that one before. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So as a camp counselor, like walk us through you know i mean was it arts and crafts was it more water oh, yeah. field she was the arts and I crafts was craft director oh whoa well there you go yeah yeah so yeah we our camp was sunday to sunday so we'd get a group of kids we had all different kinds of camps um our favorite was blind camp those campers would come every year and they were the funnest people ever so we would we would be with them for a full week so yeah they'd we have registration day they'd come they do um josh was like waterfront director he had a sailboat and a speedboat and jet skis and that's really what drew you, drew you right i was right. like the boat boy <laughs> and i had a thing for arts and crafts I know. so it really it, it really worked well tie-dye and ceramic really just the macrame yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh oh, to everyone listening this is what marriage after 10 years looks right? like yeah. <laughs> yep. cheers. cheers to that cheers mm -hmm. good times yes no but i think kind of going off of that though i think it's awesome that you guys have worked together for this long and your marriage is obviously like thriving and healthy and everything like that so I would love to pick your brain kind of for anyone who does work with their spouse. Like, what advice would you give? 
or even planning a wedding with your fiance because that's kind of like a full-time job working with your future spouse advice golf is good we have hobbies like i think think roles you know roles within the business really has helped Mm -hmm. um defining what you do and what she does and um yeah we have very specific roles yeah <laughs> yep. that, that's helped and you know space and um i don't know anything that like what does a what does a really good marriage look like i mean, I mean it kind of goes along with the same lines like communication yeah um i think for like our personalities we're both kind of leaders and so for our business in setting that structure up of who does what. Um, I feel like I'm kind of the leader of certain parts of our business, whereas he is as of others. So like on a wedding day, he's the probably the main shooter. Um, but when it comes to like client relations and communications, um, that's me. So I think that's kind of helped us too to both feeling, you know, we both have needs to fill in that aspect and feeling like we're both really valuable for our business. Um, that has helped us a lot, I think. And probably having those defined so that you can trust each other is taking care of those yeah. elements. Yeah. And it's not like double dipping or feeling like you still have to like double check on that person's work. Do you guys do like date night regularly or anything where you guys just like get to escape the business? We kind of feel like weddings are our date night. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's it's a great day. Everybody's happy, like I said before. And um you know, you go to a wedding and people are great and you have a meal and it's fun yeah. and you're away from the kids. And it's nice and quiet. It's quiet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like a regular day, and I, I don't know that we really have like regular day yeah. nights. We do, you know, our kids go to school and daycare and stuff. So we probably do more like date lunches yeah. and yeah. things. Um, yeah. Cool. Nothing, nothing specifically scheduled except for weddings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's it. You have drive time. You yeah, have exactly. Right. There's time to chat. Uh-huh. Cool. So what do you guys enjoy doing? Like when you get out of the house, when it's just the two of you or with your, or with your girls. We all know Josh likes golf. We, yes. I do like to play golf. <laughs> have you taken the kids out? Yeah, I've tried um, to get June into golf. She like they both like to watch it with me. Like I said, I'm completely obsessed. Sorry. Um, so I watch it all the time, and they like to watch it with me. And I remember when June was just a little baby, and she'd sit there and watch it with me. And, yeah. But I, I was playing one time, and this guy, he was like, yeah, you got to get your kids involved in it, um, especially girls, because like 60% of scholarships in the United States go unused for girls' golf. Oh. Yeah. And so I'm tucking I was that like, note away. So I was like, <laughs> you don't, I mean, you don't even really have to be good to get a scholarship if you're a girl to play golf is what he's, he's I was telling you. What he was telling me. And I was like, okay, then I'll get June to play. And so I've taken her out a few times. She, eh, she acts interested sometimes, but mostly <laughs> she's like, nah. She's a fan of the golf cart. Yeah, she likes the golf yeah, cart. Does I not mean, like a golf so cart. So that's right. part of it. Right. Yes. So, oh, totally. Or mini golf. She's a big mini golf yeah, fan. Yeah, she likes to play mini golf. What do I like to do? Oh, man. I'm usually doing fun stuff with the kids. So I'm usually at the zoo, children's museum, pool in the summer. Um, mostly just carting those kids. Yeah. 
Taking them everywhere. Taking them everywhere. To the <laughs> library. Actually, we're probably at the library. Yeah. That's we're a good place. At the library. It's a great place. Yes. Do you ever just like sit and work when you're at the library and let them do their thing? Or is it um, actively? You know, yeah, like mildly, but, you know, getting work done with them around, it's just kind of hit or miss. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mostly I'm just letting my brain free and like reading some books with them. Yes. <laughs> Taking a break. Yeah. Good. Cool. So the last thing before we kind of wrap up, I don't know if I sent you guys these questions, but I'm starting to ask everyone, like, what do you wish couples were asking you when either they're inquiring with you or through the planning process? What do they need? Like, I want them to say, well, what do I need? And because I feel like it's your wedding day. What what do you get out of it? Like, and I want I want them to have a book like that is I feel like that's the number one goal, like files on a you know, computer screen only lasts or, you know, they only go so far, mm-hmm. but to have a, like this physical object that you can set out on the, on the table and, or on your bookshelf or whatever, like, I think they need that. I think that is something that they need. And so if they would ask me, what do I need? Yeah. I would tell them that. I like it. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. I think it's also a lot of times people think that they have time to put something yeah. like that together yeah. after their wedding day. Yeah. But depending on how many images your photographer delivers, yeah. I mean, even 300 images can be super yeah. overwhelming. Oh, right. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, how difficult and then making sure that things are in the right sequencing or it's, yeah. you know, oriented the right way. And so I think trusting your photographer with that is mm-hmm. essential mm-hmm. and it saves them so much time in the yeah. long run. What, I mean, for couples who are looking into wedding photography, tell us about, like, you guys specifically. What do your packages look like? What do your deliverables look like? What does that experience look like? So we um, basically have one package, and it's based on the hours of coverage, and then it comes with some other things, too. Um, But like I said, I help everybody make a timeline, and from there, we kind of, you know, every wedding day is a little bit different, so every timeline's a little bit different, and it's totally customized on what they want covered, you know, how many guests, where we're going, all those different things. Um, But that really helps people feel, I think, structured and organized, you know, I could say an eight hour day and that might sound scary to some people because, oh, that's not enough time or this or that. But, you know, we've done this for a long time and we really have a good system going. And so we want them to feel comfortable with what we offer. And that um, timeline is a huge part of it. Yeah, definitely. And then deliverables, like normally, what does what does that gallery look like? What do those options so, look yeah, like? So yeah, they get a few um, things online from us. They get an online gallery that's kind of like a, they can do a slideshow. They can order prints and things from that too. And then they will also get the like top edited files um, in a link. <laughs> and then we offer, you know, heirloom wedding books, albums, custom framing, um, canvas framed canvas all that custom prints and stuff like that too um and a lot of people love that yes for that yes definitely i'm sure especially couples and parents yep (laughs) yeah something we are super passionate in that's been a huge resource for our business um is specializing and i think you know we've done this for 10 years and like the first four years we were really busting you know, some other side jobs and really working to 
focus on our business and really get it started. And then we but just not knowing like exactly yes. what it was that yes. we wanted to do. Yes. You know, do we do seniors? Do we do babies? Do we do families? Do we do headshots? Do we do everything? You know, and when you first start, it's kind of, you know, it makes your brain hurt. And what do I do? <laughs> well, you think you got to do everything. Yeah. Right? Yes. And, and a little bit for us, we had to try, you know, these different things out and figure it out. And then once it kind of hit us that, okay, we want to cross the other things off the list and really just specialize in weddings. Um, we were super, super ecstatic about the results. I feel like we kind of cleaned up our website and just pointed it towards weddings. And I guess the rest is history. So we, yeah. I feel like it's just help. You know, when someone goes to your website and they're looking around, you have, you know, a split second to either catch their interest or confuse them and send them away. And so with us, with really pointing to weddings, um, I feel like it's done wonders for our business. Yeah. So, I mean, what when you were making those decisions, like what were you looking at? Were you looking at how you felt after a session? Were you looking at what the workload looked like? Or like for photographers who are maybe kind of in that time of life where you're just like trying to do all of the things because either A, that's what you have to do or B, you have no clue what you wanna do or what you're good at. Like what what did that decision-making process look like? Um, I mean, I think it probably all started there, there's many things that, you know, kind of got us to that point, but a lot, you know, our calendar, I think we, we did a book called traction and set goals and, you know, yearly and quarterly and all those things. And it's like, well, what does our ideal calendar look like? And what does the day to day look like? And, you know, what is, what service are we providing for people? And, how can we improve what we're doing? How can we do a better job? How can we serve our clients better? And, you know, we realized, you know, we, we can't be the most amazing photographer in every different spectrum. And so, and, and also weddings really made us happy. <laughs> so focusing and putting all of our, you know, energy into that one thing just elevated it. Awesome. Yeah, I think, it, I think it, I mean, it's almost like business 101 where, the first thing you learn about having a business is what is your niche? It's not photography. It has to be a certain part of photography. That's like finding the niches. It's wedding photography or is it children's photography or is it babies? I mean, so when you choose that for us, when we chose wedding photography, I felt like we really became the experts in that area. And then so that's what we do. And so when people go to our website, they see, oh, they're wedding photographers. And it's funny, the kind of the switcheroo that happens. So now that you're an expert in this kind of photography, people sort of come to the conclusion that you're an expert in other kinds of photography as well. <laughs> Rather than the other way where yes. you, you post everything, you, you do all these different kinds of sessions and people are kind of confused maybe about what exactly it is you do. And then all of a sudden they think you can do it all. So it's just kind of a funny thing. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Well, thank you guys so much for being here and sharing what you do and who you are. And Thanks for having us. Yeah, I hope we have you guys back again soon. Sounds fun. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>